from Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome to Fearfully and Wonderfully Me, a podcast for women on leadership and life skills with Rhea Story. Rhea shares powerful life and leadership principles, helping you maximize your potential and become the woman God created you to be. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fearfully and Wonderfully Me, a podcast designed to empower women to become the leaders they are designed to be. The last episode, last week, we talked about um, raising our level of awareness around where we are in each area of our life, physically, mentally, um, socially, and, and even spiritually. And then also identifying our level of satisfaction with each area of our life. You know, just the first step to um, getting where we getting to where we want to go is is knowing where we're starting, um, so that we know how to get there. You know, we've got to know where we are, where we want to go, in order to be able to navigate that gap. So, sort of a a gap analysis, um, if you will, for our personal and professional life as well. So. Um, we talked about that. If you didn't get a chance, I highly recommend you listen to last week's episode um, first before you go on with this one because it definitely makes more sense to, to build on what we talked about last week. And um, last week I shared with you a, a free resource, um, my Abundant Life Assessment. Um, if you didn't get a chance to take that assessment, I highly recommend you, you go do that. Stop the podcast, um, hit pause unless you're driving. Um, and download that worksheet and just take a few minutes to go through that um, before we finish off the rest of the episodes in the series. So um, moving on, you know, we talked a little bit about um, the whirlwind life and, and what it might look like. But but really, let's talk about some action steps to, to start changing that. If you are feeling overstressed and overcommitted, um, it doesn't have to be that way, you know. And, and as I just was talking about knowing where we are, uh, you know, I remember a story relative to that um, a few years ago. Well, it's been more than a few years ago. Um, Mac and I took our son Eric on vacation to Tampa, uh, Florida, and we're going to do some kayaking. We are going to uh, visit Bush Gardens and, you know, just kind of the normal summer vacation things that you would do with uh, an early teenager. And so we, you know, packed the car, filled up. Um, you know, bags of clothes and snacks and bottled water and, you know, just everything we might need for the trip. And because it was probably a, a, you know, a good little road trip, six or seven hours. So, you know, and back then, um, you didn't have a GPS um, right in your dashboard of your car and you didn't have a, a cell phone with Siri on it um, in those days. You actually had to stop and and get by or, or take with you a map, um, an atlas to navigate the highways and, and you almost had to stop every time you went to a new city and, and buy a map for the city unless you knew where you were going because we didn't have GPS and we didn't have Siri and we didn't have TomTom. Tom you know, traveling back then was just a little different. And let me tell you, it was definitely a a stress um, whenever we would travel together because Mac would uh, be driving and I'd be navigating. And and almost every time we ended up figuring out a way to take a wrong turn or maybe just a miscommunication of where to turn. And it just always caused a little confusion. So it was never a dull moment back then, of course. Now we made it to Tampa um, without any problem and we stopped and we bought a map of Tampa so we'd know where we were going and you know I'm sitting in the passenger side and I unfold the map 
and I find the address for the hotel and I was able to locate the street we needed to turn on and as Matt keeps driving I realized we had a little problem. I knew where we wanted to go but I didn't know where we were. I knew the interstate we had taken to drive down and I wasn't paying attention um, when we stopped to get gas and buy the map of what street we were on. And so after a few minutes, Max says, well, where should I turn? And I said, well, I I'm looking for the street that our hotel's on. He says, I know that. What road do I turn on? And, I, you know, there's a moment of silence. And finally, I just have to confess, I don't really know. And he says, well, what do you mean you don't know? You're looking at the map. Tell me what road I need to turn on. And, you know, after being in the car six or seven hours, all of us are, are tired and a little cranky, certainly. And so the temperature is heating up and, and I, you know, then I start to huff. I am looking at the map. But then I had to explain, I know what road to take. I just don't know where we are now. Now, we, we did eventually find a sign, an intersection, and that helped us figure out where we were. And, and we did uh, go on to have a great vacation, and it was a great time. But it was a good learning point um, for me to just remember, you know, the best map in the world doesn't do us any good if we don't know where we are and we don't know where we want to go. Now, of course, these days you can just get turn-by-turn -turn guidance from Siri, but um, in your life... You know, just like taking a road trip years ago, you have to know where you are and where you want to go. So that's why it's so important to know what's most important to us. What are our values, you know, as an individual, as a leader, as someone who's leading in our families or leading at work or just leading ourselves. It's very important to know you know, what's most important? What's our priority? Zig Ziglar says, lack of direction, not lack of time is the problem. We all have 24-hour days. So I want to share with you something that I, I wrote. And uh, as I mentioned last week, this this series is really based on my book, Prime Time, The Power of Effective Planning. But I want to share with you an analogy of how I break down my time and I act activities and it really allows me to prioritize um, what I'm doing and, and where I'm spending my energy um, based on what I call prime time. So imagine you've got five different blocks and each one is smaller than the next one or the or the one after it. So five different size blocks and if you stack them with the big block, the largest block on the bottom, and the second largest block is next, and the third largest block, and so on, getting progressively smaller toward the top, it would be pretty stable, right? It would be like playing with building blocks. You know, that that structure where you put your big, biggest blocks on the bottom and your smaller blocks toward the top tends to be very stable, and it will sit there. But if you try to put the littlest block on the bottom, and then start some of the, stack some of the bigger blocks on top, it tends to be really wobbly because it doesn't have the support. And life is like that. You know, if we're stacking our priorities with the little insignificant priorities on the bottom and the bigger priorities on top, what happens is we get an unstable structure and it's it's subject to come crashing down at any moment. So keeping that, keeping that analogy in mind, um, if you were to call that bottom block, the one at the very bottom, I call this the power block. So the keyword or the key letter here um, is P. 
and we're gonna I'm gonna walk you through my acrostic prime so the biggest block on the bottom power block and this is activities that fall in line with your purpose your passion um, anything where you are very productive right that is your power block so when you spend time and energy um, working on these activities you're, you're in alignment with your passion purpose and you're really producing at a high level. This is the, the highest and best version of you right here. And the next block, the second block would be restorative. These are activities that are renewal or recreation, anything that gives you more capacity to spend time and energy in your power block renewal activities um, an example of time spent in this block would be you know adequate sleep at night um, exercise you know the things that help you renew yourself fill your tank back up so to speak um, because restoration is an important part of, of balance and we need it in order to maintain our long-term health uh, and you know to be able to spend most of our time in that power block now here's the thing we should spend 80% of our time in those first two blocks the third block up the middle block is what I call the incongruous block and I know that's a big word but basically that can be any activity that's not in alignment with our core values now it's not necessarily a bad activity it's just not in alignment with your goals and values and mission it's not centered on something that's part of your center. Um, it may be popular with other people, but it's not necessarily something that's important to you. Um, for example, I had someone call me and offer me a job a while back. And it was probably a, a, a pretty good job as jobs go, but it wasn't going to take me closer toward my goals and to where I want to be. And so it wasn't a bad thing. It just simply wasn't going to move me in the right direction. So accepting it would have meant I would spend a lot more time in that incongruous block because then suddenly I would be spending a third of my waking hours in activity that wasn't taking me towards my goal. So very important to know what my goal is. And then the fourth block is the marginal block. And those are activities that are just getting by. Um, a lot of times the activities that or time that we spend in this block is caused because we didn't spend enough time in the first two blocks. So an example um, to help you relate to this, you know, if you eat regularly, healthy diet and exercise regularly, you're probably not going to spend as much time in the marginal block as a result of health problems, right? If you're taking care of your health, in that restorative block by eating right, sleeping enough, exercising healthy, then you're going to have fewer health problems as a result. If you don't spend enough time in that restorative block on eating right and sleeping right, then you're going to have, you know, higher levels of stress. You might um, choose to eat a ton of junk food and sugar all the time and you might end up with diabetes, you know, so there's, there's, crisis situations in that marginal block are often created because we didn't spend enough time in the first two blocks. Now you never have to go looking for um, crisis situations, right? They're the, the fires that, that just start and you have to put them out before you can do anything else. Um, they're the problems, the interruptions, the things that you absolutely have to address right away. And of course, you know, activities 
in this block aren't bad, but if you spent all your time putting out fires, you'd never be able to build anything. You know, you'd just be stopping it from burning down all the time. And then last but not least, um, the fifth block at the very top there, hopefully, is the expendable block. And activities that fall in this category are pure time wasters. Fruitless, pointless activities that just bring you no value at all. Um, they might be fun and, and easy activities, but they don't bring you any return on investment in terms of your time. Um, it might be too much Facebook, for example, or too much TV. Um, there might be relationships that, that aren't serving you that fall in this block. So it's important to think about, just like we talked about activities in the restorative block that you need for renewal, sleep for example. You know, if you need seven to eight hours of sleep a night, that's important for renewal. If you're sleeping 20 hours a day, that might fall into some, uh, some of those hours would probably fall into the, ex you know, that expendable block because you don't need 20 hours a day of sleep most of the time. You need seven or eight and anything beyond that isn't renewal, it's just a waste. It's non-value added. So important to think about that. You know, life is, life is to some extent unscripted, but if we spend the majority of our time and energy on those activities in the first two blocks, our power block in alignment with our purpose and passion and gift, um, and some time in the renewal block so that we can continue to fill our tank back up um, and then spend time in the power block again. That will, you know, the more effectively we can do that, the easier it becomes to manage the, the little things that pop up, the unexpected things that come up, uh, the unplanned for situations, right? If we're doing a good job of planning and managing our time and energy, then we're better able to handle the unexpected things as they pop up. So, you know, life is unscripted. We can't manage and plan every minute. Well, we, we could, we could try, but, but sooner or later, we're going to hit some roadblocks that allow us to, or force us to take detours. So identify what activities are the best investment of your time. So if you just sit down and, and write down what, what activities did I spend my time? Look at your calendar. Drag your calendar or your phone calendar out and say, what did what did I spend my time doing on Monday? And how much of that was in my power block? I'm um, making money, earning a living, adding value to people. Maybe I'm writing or creating or speaking. Uh, yeah, you know, whatever it is that, that's in your power block. And then how much time did I spend in that restorative block renewing myself? Um, how much time did I spend on other people's priorities that aren't in alignment with mine? Very important to know that too. So, you know, that's the, that's the next step. We talked about in the uh, episode last week about awareness relative to where we are and, and where we want to go. Now it's this episode, we've really talked about breaking down how we're spending our time and which dimension or which block of time um, should maybe we decrease the amount of time we spend there. If you're spending way too much time in that uh, marginal block or expendable block, then it's time to start saying no to some of those activities. And that's how you get more time and freedom and energy to spend more on power block and restorative block. Until next time.
Start increasing your influence and maximizing your potential with Rhea's audiobooks. Available at audible.com, amazon.com, and iBooks. Please visit riastory.com to learn about Ria's books, resources, speaking, and training programs. Thanks for listening.